Hello and welcome to Come Follow Me. This week we're reading Mosiah chapters 1 through 3. I love the words of King Benjamin. In fact, these verses helped me many, many years ago. I recall when I was a young man that my prayers used to be filled with pleadings to my Heavenly Father. One of the things I said often in my prayer was, Heavenly Father, please help me to get out of debt. Please help me to be able to pay my bills. I was at a time in my life where I was struggling financially. And so every time I got down on my knees and petitioned the Lord, I asked Him for help. Perhaps some of you might still be in this situation having these same feelings. I hope these words in Mosiah of King Benjamin will help you as well. King Benjamin is getting old and is turning his kingdom over to his son, Mosiah. Just as a side note, I wonder sometimes where we could find another man like King Benjamin to be the President of the United States. Could you imagine what that would be like? Listen to how he describes this people that he is serving. In Mosiah chapter 1, verse 11, he says, And moreover, I shall give this people a name, that thereby they may be distinguished above all the people which the Lord hath brought out of the land of Jerusalem. And this I do, because they have been a diligent people in keeping the commandments of the Lord. A righteous people. A wonderful and happy people. And they all bring their families their tents, their sacrificial lambs up to the temple to hear the final words of their prophet and king. There are so many of them that they can't fit inside the temple walls, so they pitch their tents outside facing the temple. Now there's a lot of symbolism just in that one little phrase, but that's a topic for another time. The crowd was so large that they couldn't hear King Benjamin speak. So they had to write his words down and ran it to the people in the back of the gathering. Kind of makes us grateful for our modern technology, as we just had an incredible general conference. King Benjamin begins by describing the kind of king he has been. Not in a boastful way, but more of in a sincere admission. So he can get it all out before he returns to his maker. His manner of ruling was incredible. He taught them how to be self-sufficient and to rely on God. He did not glutton himself on their labors, and he did not even imprison them. He was an example, and he taught them the ways of peace and happiness. As a refresher, he begins this sermon with the same principle. Mosiah chapter 2, starting in verse 17, he says, And behold, I tell you these things that ye may learn wisdom, that ye may learn that when you are in the service of your fellow beings, ye are only in the service of your God. This is the first principle he taught them, and the first example he showed them on how to be an independent and successful people. Verse 18, Behold, ye have called me your king. For if I, who ye call your king, do labor to serve you, 
then ought ye not to labor to serve one another? And behold also, if I, whom ye call your king, who have spent his days in your service, yet has been in the service of God, do merit any thanks from you? O ye ought to thank your heavenly king. And I say unto you, my beloved brethren, that if you should render all the thanks and praise which your whole soul has power to possess to that God who has created you and has kept and preserved you and has caused that you should rejoice and has granted that you should live in peace one with another, I say unto you that if you should serve him who has created you from the beginning and is preserving you from day to day by lending you breath, that you may live and move and do according to your own will, and even supporting you from one moment to another, I say unto you, ye should serve him with all your whole soul. Yet ye would be unprofitable servants. Now here's this powerful promise. The one thing that King Benjamin taught them on how to be independent, and how to have success and peace and joy in their city. Verse 22, Behold, all that he requires of you is to keep his commandments. And he has promised you that if you would keep his commandments, you should prosper in the land. And he never doth vary from that which he hath said. Therefore, if ye do keep his commandments, he doth bless you and prosper you. And now, in the first place, he hath created you and granted unto you your lives, for which ye are indebted unto him. And secondly, he doth require that ye should do as he hath commanded you, for which if ye do, he doth immediately bless you, and therefore he hath paid you, and you are still indebted to him, and are and will be forever and ever. Therefore, of what have ye to boast? Did you catch that? These last three verses are the very key to a prosperous life at the hand of God. I'm talking about true success, not any man-made self-absorbed success. I received a text the other day from a good friend of mine that I've known for years who is ultra-successful. We were talking about COVID-19 and what it's doing to our economy. And listen to what he says to me. He says, I am so grateful to see the hand of the Lord in my business. We have hired four new people and might have to get seven more if these other jobs go through. I for sure know that the Lord is bound to do his word when we are committed to his covenants. My friend understands this principle. First, gratitude. And second, keeping our covenants we have made with the Lord. Another great example of this principle is young Joseph, who we often call Joseph in the coat of many colors. Joseph was more like many of us than I think we realize. In Genesis chapter 37, the story of Joseph begins as a young shepherd boy, a humble, innocent, dream-filled shepherd boy. 
he has several dreams where his brothers will worship him. I think he hopes for a better life, as many of us have in our past. But Joseph has to go through some hard times. He gets thrown in a pit by his brothers. He gets sold into Egypt. He gets thrown into prison and accused of things he doesn't do. But through all of this, Joseph remains faithful, humble, grateful. And you know by the end of the story that this young Joseph, who started as a shepherd boy, is now second to the king and one of the wealthiest men in all of Egypt. If you study this story, you will find out how he gets there. Joseph never wavered. He never doubted. He knew that God loved him, cared for him, and wanted to see him successful and happy. As I started off telling you, I was once a young Joseph. For the first few years of my marriage, we had very, very little. I recall months after months that I couldn't pay my bills, and I would plead with my Heavenly Father several times a day, Heavenly Father, please help me to get out of debt. Please release me from this bondage. Help me to be able to feed my kids. And then I got up and worked, and I tried harder. But the principles we learn from King Benjamin are twofold. Number one, gratitude. Gratitude is one of the most important principles if you want to be successful. King Benjamin outlines it perfectly here, where he says, I tell you these things that ye may learn wisdom, that you may be wise. That when you are in the service of your fellow beings, you are only in the service of your God. And in verse 19, Oh, ye ought to have thanks to your heavenly king. He kept driving them to gratitude. Kept giving him examples on how they shouldn't worship him as their earthly king. Because all he did was serve the father. Serve his God. And he directed his people to do the same. The second part, which is also extremely important if you want to be successful, is found in verse 22. All that he requires of you is to keep his commandments. For when you keep his commandments, he doth immediately bless you. And therefore he hath paid you. And now you are still indebted to him, and you will be forever and ever. Therefore, what have ye to boast? In Jacob chapter 2, verse 18, this principle is outlined again. For before ye seek for riches, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And after ye have obtained a hope in Christ, ye shall obtain riches. If ye seek for them, and ye will seek for them, for the intent to do good, to clothe the naked, to feed the hungry, to liberate the captive, 
and administer relief to the sick and the afflicted. What happens when we exercise gratitude and obedience to God's commandments is we become happy, full of joy, full of an appreciation for life. Once we experience these feelings, we are on the road to shedding the stress and heartache of poverty. I'm talking physically, mentally, and spiritually. If you can live your life in a way where you can keep God's commandments and show gratitude every day, you will become happy and Heavenly Father will bless you. I know this because I have seen it in my life. I have experienced that stress, the anxiety that comes from being in debt, from not having a cent in savings, from wondering how I'm going to make it day to day. But I promise you, this too shall pass. If we can look past the things that we are experiencing, the stress, the heartache, the anxiety, the frustration, and give it up to God, to trust Him, to show gratitude for everything that He has given us. There's a reason this is the first step. The power that comes from gratitude is life-changing. So show gratitude and obey His commandments. All of them. Every prompting of the Holy Spirit. If you receive it, act on it. Do as He commands. And He will lead you to a more abundant life than you could ever have imagined. He will bless you. And when He blesses you, you have been paid. And then you are indebted to Him again. When you become successful at the hand of God, you will never become boastful or proud, but you will continue to be amazed at the marvelous miracles He provides you every single day, at the blessings He graciously gives you. And you'll wonder, as you get on your knees every night, Heavenly Father, how am I so blessed? How is it that this unprofitable servant has received so much at thy hand? You will thank him and have gratitude in your heart daily because of his marvelous works and his incredible grace. I pray for you on your journey. I hope that you will find peace and joy and success at the hand of our all-powerful Creator and His magnificent, all-sacrificing Son. This I testify in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.